Good morning, friends. Today is Monday, the 15th of March, 2021. Our readings for this morning, which is the Monday of the fourth week of Lent, are Psalms 89 or Psalm 89 verses 1 through 18, Jeremiah 16 verses 10 through 21, Romans 7, 1 through 12, and the Gospel of John chapter 6 verses 1 through 15. Jesus said, if any of you would come after me, deny yourself and take up your cross and follow me. Dearly beloved, we have come together in the presence of Almighty God, our Heavenly Creator, to set forth God's praise, to hear God's holy word, and to ask for ourselves and on behalf of others those things that are necessary for our life and our salvation, and so that we may prepare ourselves in heart and mind to worship God, let us kneel in silence and with penitent and obedient hearts confess our sins, that we may obtain forgiveness by God's infinite goodness and mercy. God of all mercy, we confess that we have sinned against you, opposing your will in our lives. We have denied your goodness in each other, in ourselves, and in the world you have created. We repent of the evil that enslaves us, the evil we have done, and the evil done on our behalf. Forgive, restore, and strengthen us through our Savior, Jesus Christ, that we may abide in your love and serve only your will. Amen. Almighty God, have mercy on us. Forgive us all our sins through the grace of Jesus Christ. Strengthen us in all goodness, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep us in eternal life. Amen. O God, let our mouth proclaim your praise and your glory all the day long. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. God is full of compassion and mercy. Come, let us worship. Come, let us sing to God. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving and raise a loud shout to God with psalms. For you are a great God. You are great above all gods. In your hand are the caverns of the earth and the heights of the hills are yours also. The sea is yours for you made it and your hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us bow down and bend the knee, and kneel before God our Maker. For you are our God, and we are the people of your pasture and the sheep of your hand. Oh, that today we would hearken to your voice. God is full of compassion and mercy. Come, let us worship. Psalm 89, verses 1 through 18. I will sing of your steadfast love, O God, forever. With my mouth I will proclaim your faithfulness to all generations. I declare that your steadfast love is established forever. Your faithfulness is as firm as the heavens. You said, I have made a covenant with my chosen one. I have sworn to my servant David. I will establish your descendants forever and build your throne for all generations. Let the heavens praise your wonders, O God your faithfulness in the assembly of the holy ones. For who in the skies can be compared to God? 
Who among the heavenly beings is like God, a God feared in the counsel of the holy ones, great and awesome above all that are around God? O sovereign God of hosts, who is mighty as you, O God? Your faithfulness surrounds you. You rule the raging of the sea. When its waves rise, you still them. You crushed Rahab like a carcass. You scattered your enemies with your mighty arm. The heavens are yours. The earth also is yours. The world and all that is in it. You have founded them. The north and the south, you created them. Tabor and Hermon, joyously praise your name. You have a mighty arm, strong as your hand, high your right hand. Righteousness and justice are the foundation of your throne. Steadfast love and faithfulness go before you. Happy are the people who know the festal shout, who walk, O God, in the light of your countenance. They exult in your name all day long and extol your righteousness. For you are the glory of their strength. By your favor our horn is exalted. For our shield belongs to God, our sovereign to the Holy One of Israel. Praise to the Holy and Undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from Jeremiah, chapter 16, verses 10 through 21. And when you tell this people all these words, and they say to you, Why has God pronounced all this great evil against us? What is our iniquity? What is the sin that we have committed against our sovereign God? Then you shall say to them, It is because your ancestors have forsaken me, says God, and have gone after other gods and have served and worshipped them and have forsaken me and have not kept my law. And because you have behaved worse than your ancestors, for here you are, every one of you, following your stubborn evil will, refusing to listen to me. Therefore I will hurl you out of this land into a land that neither you nor your ancestors have known, and there you shall serve other gods day and night, for I will show you no favor. Therefore the days are surely coming, says God, when it shall no longer be said, as God lives who brought the people of Israel up out of the land of Egypt. But, as God lives, who brought the people out of Israel, people of Israel up out of the land of the north, and out of all the lands where God had driven them. For I will bring them back to their own land that I gave to their ancestors. I am now sending forth for many fishermen, says God, and they shall catch them. And afterward I will send for many hunters, and they shall hunt them from every mountain and every hill and out of the clefts of the rocks. For my eyes are on all their ways. They are not hidden from my presence, nor is their iniquity concealed from my sight. And I will doubly repay their iniquity and their sin, because they have polluted my land with the carcasses of their detestable idols, and have filled my inheritance with their abominations. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. Thanks be to God. Canticle F, a Song of Lamentation. Is it nothing to you, all you who pass by? Look and see if there is any sorrow like my sorrow, which was brought upon me, inflicted by God's fierce anger. For these things I weep, my eyes flow with tears. For a comforter is far from me, one to revive my courage. Remember my affliction and my bitterness. 
wormwood and gall. The steadfast love of God never ceases. God's mercies never end. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. God is my portion, says my soul. Therefore will I hope in God. It is good that we should wait quietly for the coming of God's salvation. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity. One God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from the letter to the Romans, chapter 7, verses 1 through 12. Do you not know, brothers and sisters, for I am speaking to those who know the law, that the law is binding on a person only during that person's lifetime? Thus a married woman is bound by the law to her husband as long as he lives. But if her husband dies, she is discharged from the law concerning the husband. Accordingly, she will be called an adulteress if she lives with another man while her husband is alive. But if her husband dies, she is free from that law. And if she marries another man, she is not an adulteress. In the same way, my friends, you have died to the law through the body of Christ, so that you may belong to another, to the one who has been raised from the dead in order that we may bear fruit for God. While we were living in the flesh, our sinful passions aroused by the law were at work in our members to bear fruit for death. But now we are discharged from the law, dead to that which held us captive, so that we are slaves not under the old written code, but in the new life of the Spirit. What then should we say? That the law is sin? By no means. Yet, if it had not been for the law, I would not have known sin. I would not have known what it is to covet, if the law had not said, You shall not covet. But sin, seizing an opportunity in the commandment, produced in me all kinds of covetousness. Apart from the law, sin lies dead. I was once alive apart from the law, but when the commandment came, sin revived, and I died. And the very commandment that promised life proved to be death to me. For sin, seizing an opportunity in the commandment, deceived me, and through it killed me. So the law is holy, and the commandment is holy and just and good. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. Thanks be to God. The Holy Gospel of our Savior Jesus Christ according to John. Glory to you, Jesus Christ. John chapter 6, verses 1 through 15. After this, Jesus went to the other side of the Sea of Galilee, also called the Sea of Tiberias. A large crowd kept following him because they saw the signs that he was doing for the sick. Jesus went up the mountain and sat down there with his disciples. Now the Passover, the festival of Jews, was near. When he looked up and saw a large crowd coming toward him, Jesus said to Philip, Where are we to buy bread for these people to eat? He said this to test him, for he himself knew what he was going to do. Philip answered him, Six months' wages would not buy enough bread for each of them to get a little. One of his disciples, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, said to him, There's a boy here who has five barley loaves and two fish. But what are they among so many people? Jesus said, Make the people sit down. 
Now there was a great deal of grass in the place, so they sat down, about five thousand in all. Then Jesus took the loaves, and when he had given thanks, he distributed them to those who were seated, so also the fish, as much as they wanted. When they were satisfied, he told his disciples, Gather up the fragments left over, so that nothing may be lost. So they gathered them up, and from the fragments of the five barley loaves, left by those who had eaten, they filled twelve baskets. When the people saw the sign that he had done, they began to say, This is indeed the prophet who is to come into the world. When Jesus realized that they were about to come and take him by force to make him king, he withdrew again to the mountain by himself. The Gospel of Jesus Christ. Praise to you, Jesus Christ. Let us affirm our faith together. We believe in God, the nurturer and teacher, from whom is named every family in heaven and on earth. We believe in Jesus Christ, begotten of divine love, who lives in our hearts through faith and fills us with that love. We believe in God, the Holy Spirit. She strengthens us with power from on high. We believe in one God, source of all being, love incarnate, spirit of truth. God be with you, and also with you. Let us pray. We are using the prayers from the Iona Abbey worship books, beginning on page, beginning on page 12. Into your care, O God, we place those whom we love, those for whom we worry, those from whom in time or place or affection we are distant. Into your care, O God, we place what grieves us and what inspires us and fills us with hope. Into your care, O God, we give ourselves. God bless to us our bodies. God bless to us our souls. God bless to us our lives. God bless to us our belief. Let us share the prayer that Jesus taught us in our own language or preferred version. Our Creator in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your dominion come, your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread and forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Save us in the time of trial and deliver us from evil. For the sovereignty, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. May the blessing of light be upon us, light without and light within. May the moon, sun, and stars shine on us and warm every heart till it glows like a great fire so that strangers and friends may come in and find welcome. May light shine out from our eyes like a candle set in a window. And may God bless us with goodness and loving kindness. Amen. The Collect for the Fourth Week in Lent Gracious Creator, whose blessed incarnate Jesus Christ came down from heaven 
to be the true bread which gives life in the world, gives life to the world. Evermore give us this bread, that Christ may live in us and we in Christ, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Collect for Social Justice Almighty God, who created us in your own image, grant us grace fearlessly to contend against evil and to make no peace with oppression, and that we may reverently use our freedom. Help us to employ it in the maintenance of justice in our communities and among the nations. To the glory of your holy name, through Jesus Christ our Savior, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Let us pray as our prayer for mission, the prayer attributed to St. Francis. God, make us instruments of your peace. Where there is hatred, let us sow love. Where there is injury, pardon. Where there is discord, union. Where there is doubt, faith. Where there is despair, hope. Where there is darkness, light. Where there is sadness, joy. Grant that we may not so much seek to be consoled as to console, to be understood as to understand, to be loved as to love. For it is in giving that we receive, it is in pardoning that we are pardoned, and it is in dying that we are born to eternal life. Amen. Dear friends, this is such a difficult season and as I've said before it it feels as though the entire pandemic has been a long Lenten season a season in the wilderness a season experiencing without without company without companionship without touch without so many things. And that is for those of us who have survived. Others have lost their lives. Many of us have lost loved ones. And the toll goes on and on. In our readings today, We hear about sin of ancestors, sin of present peoples, and then we hear about salvation, about grace overcoming, about Jesus taking what we have and making it enough. And I think these things are held in tension together, are sometimes experienced all at once. I do not believe in generational sin in the way that children bear the sin of the parents, but I do believe there can be sin handed down from generation to generation in culture. Racism is the example 
that comes to mind of this that we have in this country mixed in with all of the good intentions sin and evil particularly in the form of racism and sexism nationalism perhaps there is a word that I don't know for the overarching hatred of anyone who is other I think this is related to the hatred of self that we project onto others any imperfection we see in others latching onto not only to compare ourselves against and feel better but also to deflect what we see in the mirror This Lenten time is a time to bring this all before God. And with God's help to sift through it, to sift the sin away, to give it to God, to be handled. It is not our job to judge others. It is God to judge others' sin. It it is for God and for them to reckon together. I think that we err on both sides, that there are those of us that accept all of the blame, that self-flagellate, that beat ourselves up, and there are others that cannot stand to take any blame. Nothing is their fault. And there are wounds on, on both of these sides because nothing is a true dichotomy everywhere in between. The writers of our scripture understood this. They understood what it was to carry forward sin and also what it was to be redeemed. My prayer for us in this Lenten season is that we would lean in the struggle even though it's painful and with God's help to sift these things and to receive healing for wounds that we have done and wounds done to us for those wrong ways of thinking that have led to sin and error for the healing of the fear and the perceived scarcity that lies at the root of most wrongdoing Take heart. Know that God never desires, I can say this one with absolute, God never desires to wound, only to heal. God is compassionate and merciful as we pray day after day. All of this is true about God. May you find the comfort and the gentle treatment of your soul in God's embrace that we all yearn for. May we find the sustenance in Christ promised to us that fills us more than anything on this earth could fill us. May we turn from our wandering and our idol worshiping and our blaming, whether of self or of others or both, and find rest and peace and healing in Christ.
May God with us reap from this season every blessing. May nothing be left unharvested. May we grow forward in love and grace. Amen. Now, friends, let us lift up, hold, and circle in the light those whom the Spirit has placed upon our hearts for prayer. Let us pray together the general thanksgiving. Almighty God, giver of all mercies, we, your co-creators, give you humble thanks for all your goodness and loving kindness to us and to all whom you have made. We bless you for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for your immeasurable love and the redemption of the world by our Savior, Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And, we pray, give us such an awareness of your mercies that with truly thankful hearts we may show forth your praise, not only with our lips but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to your service and by walking before you in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior, to whom with you in the Holy Spirit be honor and glory throughout all ages. Amen. Almighty God, you have given us grace at this time with one accord to make our common supplication to you. And you have promised through your well-beloved incarnate that when two or three are gathered together in Christ's name, you will be in the midst of us. Fulfill now, O God, our desires and petitions as may be best for us, granting us in this world knowledge of your truth and in the age to come life everlasting. Amen. Let us bless God. Thanks be to God. The grace of our Savior Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. Amen.
The wisdom of God, the love of God, and the grace of God strengthen us to be Christ's hands and heart in this world. In the name of the Holy Trinity, amen.